All right. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason. Joined again by one Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? With the drip. With the drip. <laughs> and then the background is drippy. It's crazy. <laughs> and then we are joined again by one Dom. You're going to see his face. No, you're not. You're going to see their faces. <laughs> it's all good. It may, it may happen one day in the history of time, but that day is not today. <laughs> he said he said his one um goal. It's funny because me and Darnell had this goal, right? When we fun fact, we actually started um who the fuck did we armchair all American? I forgot their name. That's pretty yeah. bad. And yeah, it's bad. <laughs> so that's that's when that's when we started and they tried to force us out of being incognito. We said no. Because mm-hmm. we were their biggest podcast. And now look at where we are. They might have been right. Might <laughs> <laughs> have been right. They knew all along. But but, but we're, what we're not gonna do is make Dom go incognito. We will allow but, but what we're not going to do is not mention Darnell's Cavaliers jacket that he got on right now either. It's crazy. I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> he repping. <laughs> he repping the team, man. You know I got to rep the home team, man. I see, I see, I see, I see. Right. I guess, should we talk about our outfits? I'm wearing a whip shirt. This is um, the radio station that we had at Temple. Shout yes, out me oh. and me and Demetrius, although not being anywhere close to the same network, well, the same uh, show, we were both on the same station. So he did a sports talk show, and I did a music talk show. So we, we could do I some movie music. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did music, and he did sports. That's kind of dope, so, for real. So he was out there, you feel me, yelling, yelling about, you know, the 76ers or Eagles or whomever. Mm-hmm. And I was you out know, there. Huh? You want you want to know the you want to know the funny thing? Back then I was way more optimistic about the Sixers. <laughs> those were good days. <laughs> was that he the, said those are the vibes? Was Sam Hinkie still there? Hinkie, I believe he was still there. I think Simmons was drafted, but he wasn't playing, and I was like, this is genius. Yeah, and well, he had left when Simmons was drafted. That was Colangelo's first year. Uh well, I didn't know the danger was afoot, but things were looking good. <laughs> things were definitely, things were definitely looking good. I didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't grasp yet. I was a young. That Sam Hinkie was was the was the great was the greatest coach ever. GM. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. GM. My bad. Might have been the greatest coach ever too. Um, <laughs> but let's get into it. Well, the other thing I used to yell about was. The Eagles, and that's going to be – we're going to do something a little different. We're each going to have our takes. I'm just going to go right at it, and I'm going to talk about my birds. Um, birds fly, Eagles fly. No yeah. one has talked about this. So the Eagles won 17-16. Um, mm-hmm. Dom was there. He saw it live and in the flesh. I was yelling about us the whole game because we refused to run the ball. We still didn't seem like we were taking it seriously. Um, and then, you know, the, the fighting Jeff Saturdays are going to run the ball. Because he gave their offensive line plus ten, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. everyone on the offensive line got plus ten all the way around the board. Jonathan and, Taylor's a superstar again. <laughs> yeah, and to be fair, um, your boy was working, so I missed the first part where Jonathan Taylor was eating us alive. I actually liked our run defense toward the end of the game. 
Um, we started slowing him down. Now, some of that might just be making Matt Ryan beat you. But you look at Jonathan Taylor, 22 rushes, 84 yards for a team that I think has a shitty run defense or thought because now Ndamukong Su, Linval Joseph, as as we slowly try to just to just you know put put Fletcher Cox in the slow retirement here as we have to replace what does he do? He I think he's still <laughs> necessary because you know he brings the lead he brings leadership to the D line and he brings you know I mean maybe not for as much as he's getting paid but I mean y'all already paid him y'all gonna have to eat that cap hit so at this point you know just put him in there for you know, a limited amount of, uh, of possessions, you know, just rotate them out. They're all old, so it's not like, you know, you got some spry young cat outside of Jordan Davis who's hurt, so, you know, just just rotate just rotate the, the old men. And, uh, well, Javon Hargrave is good, so he can stay out there. But the other three, you know, you can, you can rotate them out and everything yeah, like Robert that. Yeah, Robert Quinn is a wash, too, by the way. Uh, Robert Quinn is not it. Doesn't play at all. Well, luckily, wow. y'all already have Josh Sweat and uh, Hassan Reddick, so he was just there. I personally me. don't think they're good enough as pass. I don't – they can sack slow quarterbacks, not the really mobile ones, but we haven't played that many mobile ones. We'll see. I don't – we don't We don't get pressure like I would like. But one thing I did just see, Nadamakan Sue had three mm-hmm. tackles, zero point, half a sack. Linval Joseph, four tackles, half sack. Fletcher Cox, two tackles. Um, so, yeah, they're better than him. So, that's cool. So, the run defense looked better, right? Now, offensively, we still were doing joke shit, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. If you just look at the breakdown, Jalen Hurts, 25 passes. He's got sacked three times. So, that's 28 passes. But when I say we haven't run the ball, it looks like we had a good running, you know, 33 rushes, 141. But watching the game, Jalen Hurts, 16 rushes, 86 yards, one touchdown. Um, so I think we need to change the way, and I was doing it during the game that we look at kind of like quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. Like or running and throwing the ball. Cause to me, you're still using your quarterback 44 times and giving Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Gainwell 17 plays where Hertz doesn't have to do anything. Now, some of those are sneaks, right? Mm-hmm. But then some of those are scrambles on passing plays anyway. And some mm-hmm. of them are designed runs. So no matter how you kind of slice it, I think we're just trying to use Jalen Hurts too much to give him the MVP. And the crazy thing is, is we came from behind, great last second drive, called a run that I didn't even see coming. That shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, scored called a touchdown. <laughs> Say that again? They called it twice. Yeah. Called it twice. And everyone's calling us shitty. So they that's kind of crazy. It's pretty wild, honestly, that y'all are still seeing us. They're not. They're not real. They're they aren't real. They're beating. They're barely beating these bad teams, and they lost a game to a bad team, a, a bad team who's over five hundred, but a bad team nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> and, in the in the division, like and the team that we beat, and we got cheated that game. Yeah, at least twice. And and if you really look at it, also that game hurts because Jalen Hurts was about to win MVP. That bomb to Quez was so nasty. And he's he's to me, he's keeps improving as a passer. Like he's figured out Quez. 
And mm-hmm. the thing that's amazing to me, right, yeah. that no one is acknowledging is, oh, they almost lost to the Colts. A Colts team that beat the Chiefs? Huh? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, what the point. fuck is that? <laughs> like, what? I agree. Yeah, that's a good take. Dude, no one has said it. And I'm like, there's no way we, we're all acting this dumb. I mean, every, I mean, for good reason. Everybody's, you know, just kind of slobbering over the Chiefs right now. I mean, again, it's for good reason. They, they've been, honestly, you know, like you were saying, they've been the class of the AFC, if not. I mean, outside of, the, outside of their couple, their two losses, they've been in the, the one game against uh, Tennessee where if they had a quarterback, they probably would have lost. But, well, I won't say probably would have because they, cause they look like they're about to lose a lot and they'll wind up winning. But, um, yeah, you know, so the Chiefs have been like the class of the AFC. And, you know, like you said, at the start of the season, they look like the AFC Super Bowl favorite right now. And but again, like you said, people are just taking away the Eagles success. People have other teams that, you know, they want to put over them. I'll mention one of them in my take. So oh, I'm going to mention one, too. So that's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. The media oh, you're going to do it after mine. OK. Yeah, the me- the media is going to continue um, to make us the underdogs, which is fine. That's a good place to be at, though. Like you want to yeah. be an underdog, an eight and one, nine and one underdog. Oh yeah, nine and one. That's that's like that's amazing. Honestly, give me that. Yep. <laughs> Best team in the league is an underdog. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you didn't look like. Time. At least you didn't look like the Vikings. Hmm? At least you didn't look like the Vikings. And here no. comes Darnell's take. That's right, not my take. Uh, well, you so say, my take is I can I guess I can stay on football. Um, you oh, can pick where, you you where you want. Where are you? Where are you going? I got all right. I got a couple takes, so I'm gonna save my other takes for later. So I'm trying to figure out what take I want to throw out first. That is a good idea because that's the. <laughs> What's your that's... first take? My first take is that's funny that Browns are not watchable until Deshaun Watson plays football again. Oh, and they should not be mentioned on this podcast again. And that's my take. And I know it's crazy that I have to mention his name too, but until. Deshaun Watson plays football again for the Cleveland or for the Cleveland Browns. They're not a watchable football team. Wow. Damn, wasn't you so your 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 so my AFC Browns North winning division. division take oh, sour hey. sour milk. Hey, look. Hey, look, right? Perhaps, mm-hmm. perhaps, perhaps, right? Deshaun Watson comes in and they just win every game. And they still gonna miss the playoffs. Oh shit! Can well maybe maybe not. I don't know, but it's can, not looking pretty. Darnell, can I get a mulligan on the Browns' defense? Is good take that I vehemently denied. This is the thing, right? It you was not the that worst the defense in the league. This is the thing. Just listen to me, right? <laughs> All right. 
we the argument was earlier in the year, and it was oh. that our defense. You was arguing about our defense last year, and that we were not good last year. And my whole thing was, I was trying to argue that during, if you look at the stats, we were considered the top three or top five defense in most categories. But if you look at them this year, like you like, if anybody watched football, they're like one of the worst units in football. I don't know why they have talent all all across the board, but as a unit, they're awful. They can't tackle. Um, they can't like they get pushed off the ball way too easily. There's so many flaws with that defense that it's really not even like, yeah, you get more than a mulligan. Like you get a parade, <laughs> you get a parade down <laughs> down Hollywood Boulevard, man. <laughs> yeah. I unless uh, unless y'all except when y'all play Joe Burrow, and then y'all turn up for some reason. The Mar so, Chaseless Joe Burrow. So now I have a question. Okay. Right? Kevin mm-hmm. Stefanski, are y'all done with him? A lot of people seem to be. Me personally, not really. Because it's like a lot of the problems. See, the thing with Cleveland Browns fans specifically, they're ready to dump anybody any second. Doesn't matter who it is. But it's really unrealistic to keep turning the page on a new coach and a new regime every however so often. Like, you really got to stick and give people chances. And I feel like they finally settled a little bit to where they haven't replaced anybody in a long time, which is two years. And, yeah, so they're going to replace the defensive coordinator. That's a, a given. So I don't think they should clean the whole coaching staff because that's just unfair to the, to the players. So – so right now, other than obviously not having a Sean Watson, that's huge, and we'll see what happens with that. When does he come back? Next uh, two weeks. Next December third or December fourth against Houston. Houston. Yeah. That's didn't notice what you did there, NFL. That's pretty fucking funny. Um, yeah. No, at really. Houston. That's mm-hmm. insane. That's and crazy. And they already benched Davis Mills, so they're preparing Kyle Allen for it for the big battle. <laughs> <laughs> So, Darnell, what's your biggest, like, issue with the Browns right now? Because I have an issue with you guys. And it's, I'll tell you. Okay, my number one – well, one of my issues is they can't seem to run the ball for a running team because uh, um, they don't have any weapons outside of Amari Cooper. Donovan Peoples-Jones is having a good year. But outside of those two, you really have no proven talent at wide receiver. Um. Defensively, we went over their issues. Special teams is horrible. They get a field goal blocked, it seems like, every game, or they miss a field goal. Time management has been an issue. Um, play calling has been an issue. It's so many issues. Like, it's not even – I'm surprised I'm giving them this much airtime. Is my thoughts. That's where I'm at with them. After saying never talk about them again. Yeah, the funny thing is we never talk about them. That's, there you That's go. true. Yeah, it's true. We don't. <laughs> so I mean, now it's I just... gotta talk about them more. Yeah. Nah, I mean, there'll be an bad. interesting storyline going into the off season, but we're not there yet. All right, Dom, you're up. Dom, what you got? Yeah. All right. So, so I was just looking at these power rankings earlier on this. Uh, on this Twitter page, I mean not Twitter, but Instagram page called Catch the Blitz, 
It's one of my favorite plays, uh, pages to look at, you know, mm-hmm. um, football material, you know, nice little promo for them. But they've released a power rankings uh, the other day, right? So yeah. to tell you what their power rankings are, I'm going to stop at number three, right? Kansas City Chiefs, number one. Philadelphia Eagles, number two. All right, number, number three. Let's see if y'all agree with this. The San Francisco 49ers. Hell no. Ooh. Hell no. Now, obviously, they made that big trade to get Christian McCaffrey. They traded like a couple of second round picks and like some third. I mean, at this point, they showed they don't give a fuck about uh, draft picks at all. Yeah, they so. definitely said F them picks. <laughs> hey, the Rams said it too, and, and look where they are. But <laughs> right now, they did win the ring, but mm-hmm. feel me. Um, What's it called? Yeah, they said the the uh, 49ers are the third best team in the league. And I look at their schedule. I look at the the teams that they've beat and the teams they've lost to. They just beat the Cardinals. They beat the fuck out of them without Kyler. Mm-hmm. They beat the Chargers by six points. They beat the Rams, who are, you know, That's terrible. not even a quality win anymore. Yeah, exactly. And then the they lost to the Chiefs really badly. They lost to the Falcons by 14. They beat the Panthers. They beat the Rams again. And then I'll just count the Jimmy games. Uh, they lost to the Broncos. So those are all of their wins. So they they haven't really – the only team out of there that they beat that's kind of remotely good is the Chargers. They, they are 500, so I'll give them that respect. But – but they've had so many issues with wide receiver and everything like that. Other teams have had injuries too, but you know, just to they've had injuries as well. So, you know, those are the only teams that the 49ers have been have beaten so far. So where do y'all rank the 49ers exactly? They have a, a stud at at safety. Uh I forget his name, but you know Tua. his name? Pretty sure. Tua. You said Tua? No, Hua. Uh, yeah, so they got they got new stud safety. They still got Fred Warner. They got Nick Bosa, who's been a, a top three, you know, candidate for, you know, a, a defensive player of the year so far this year. Um, and yeah, their defense, you know, still does its thing. But obviously, they made the move for um, Christian McCaffrey. They still have uh, George Kittle, still have Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel. So, where do y'all like truly rank them? Do y'all think they're they are third, or where do you think they are? Darnell, you can go first. I'm not a big believer in them. I don't. I'm not a big believer in Kyle Shanahan. I think he's a little overrated. Not like a lot over. Not like very overrated, but he's slightly overrated as a head where coach. Would you- where would you compare him to, like Doc Rivers in the, in the in the NBA? I wouldn't compare him to Doc Rivers because Doc Rivers has so much of a track record of like failing in the playoffs, and you don't really have that track record with Kyle Shanahan. But I would probably compare him more to like you can do Elder before the championship. Okay, Kyle doesn't. He choked obviously the two times. But most of the time when they lose, he doesn't have a better team or a, or at least a better quarterback. He never has a better quarterback. I mean, he picked 
Trey Lance. And look what that got him. Yeah. We still don't know what he's going to be at all. We just know he's going to be hurt at this point. But if you look, but I, I look at it like this. If all they had to do was just draft Justin Fields. They did. Yeah. Look how like look how sweet that team would be right now if they had Justin Fields running all around making plays yeah, like won. he's doing for Chicago. They won That's, a Super Bowl. That was what they thought Trey was supposed to be, though. They yeah, the whole wow. thing. That's the thing. You don't pay attention to college. No, that was that was always dumb. Dumb. This is the point that we're making. Just like Zach Wilson, which I guess we'll get to. Maybe not. Who knows? But it was always like, why? I mean, we can we can we can mention him for a brief second while while we're on it. So I guess part of the take since we're talking about the that draft class, but what's it called? So Zach Wilson got benched for for the goat Mike White. If you remember last year, Mike White came in stunned. I believe it was the Browns. Oh, they're not playing Flacco. Nah, they're going. They're going straight Mike White. I thought he was going Flacco too, but then I'm thinking like maybe he got hurt, but. No, nah, hmm. Michael was a healthy and oh, active. Mike White, huh? Hey, look, right? Mike White had that one phenomenal game last year. So, who was it know. for? Hmm? What team it was, was Mike White? Jets. It was for the Jets. He was on the Jets. He replaced Zach Wilson one game, looked great, and then threw five picks. Um, to answer, <laughs> yeah. to answer your question, the, he might have beat the Browns when the Browns oh. lost all the receivers for COVID. I think that's I'm what pretty I'm sure. I'm pretty Y'all sure with the Browns. Yeah. Left four touchdowns to Michael White. <laughs> you know what? I'm about but to look that up. Just for him to turn out. into just for him to turn into Nathan Peterman next game. <laughs> to answer your 49ers question, I think Chiefs Eagles is I like that. I would have the Dolphins over the 49ers. The Dolphins was fourth. So they're I'd third. Have the Dolphins over the 49ers. And I'd have the Buccaneers over the 49ers. Ooh, the Buccaneers, the five and five Buccaneers. Yeah. I wouldn't touch the Buccaneers with a 10 foot pole. I see Ooh. the vibes. There, uh-huh. I don't see anything. I see it. So, I see a dominant defense. You about to watch them. We play the, we take, we play Tampa this week. But here's the thing. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But here's yeah. the thing. Here's the problem. I've already watched him win with a defense like this. I'm not buying it, man. They've also transitioned from Leonard Fournette to Rashad White. Yeah, so, Rashad. So I was yeah. watching that Seahawks game. We were we were recording during it, but yeah, nah, the running game is back. Yeah, Leonard Fournette. Yeah. I, I guess I guess the 300 pound rumors might have been true because he. Just quite hasn't been the same this year, so but but Rashad White definitely came in and has been doing his thing. One of the rookie running back wonders of the mm-hmm. and so far, he took over and he, they made Leonard, they made Lenny uh, Zeke. Yeah, That's what they did straight. What they did, you're gonna be a power back. You feel me? If you're gonna gain all that weight to be a power back, then fuck it, be a power back. <laughs> Uh, well. Julio at 53 yards. Yeah. Give me – I like the Bucs. Chris Ballard's first touchdown of the season last game, so he, he's been returning, you know, back to form. For a couple games. 
Well, we'll see how long he stays there. <laughs> this has got to be so the how, couple right so How do we feel about the Cowboys? All right. That's who I wanted to talk about, but then like one of y'all brought the Vikings up, so I, I went somewhere else. But mm-hmm. yep. The Cowboys, I don't know if they're fig I don't know if they finally figured it out. It feel like it no though, idea. right? It feel no. like it. Boy, you feel me? Stop. I don't know. I don't know if Zeke still be on his hands and knees. You feel me? And Jerry Jones be right there with him. But I don't know, man. I don't know what's happening there. But every every game he's played, he's had like at least like two touchdowns, like a hundred something yards. Feel me? He running all up and down the field. He beating the shit. He beating the shit out of everybody, man. He single handedly on offense. Feel me? So look. Dom, this is your players. second take, right? I just want to. No. Okay. The <laughs> Miles brought it up. When somebody else brings it up, then I'm going to a different sport. Because <laughs> I was going to say I, I I had the I had the Cowboys next anyway, so you can just go ahead. Uh, never mind. You can go ahead. But okay, I still got to do my second point. But what's it called? All right, so let's transition over to. The other sport, the sport that we've made a name for, the the what 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 was at first the Russell Westbrook podcast, but now you feel me? Here we are, and looks like we're turning more and more into the Brooklyn Nets podcast because there's always something going on with the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> so Kyrie Irving is back from his suspension. You know he did. You know the checklist. Talk to Joe Side. Talk to. The, Talk to Adam Silver and everything like that. So they they said that you know he's good. He come he can come back. So now he's back and you know they were winning a few games since they let go of Steve Nash and everything like that. At first they were looking real abysmal, but now they're back. And last night they just played the the Seventy Sixers and Ben Simmons big return. Demetrius mm-hmm. kept telling me, bro, turn this stupid ass fucking game off. You fucking I don't want to watch this dumb shit. I was like, whoa, I got to see the grand return now. I want to hear every expletive. I want to hear every boo. I want, honestly, 76ers fans were kind of light on them. I thought I was going to see fucking, fucking cups thrown onto, onto the man. I thought I was going to see fucking hot dogs thrown at his face. Shit like I don't, that. Can I just be, not to interrupt, but I don't understand why you don't listen when I tell you stuff about my team. There's a reason I, I, I we're over it doesn't i'm like dude i'm trying to tell you like this game doesn't really matter and you're like no i gotta watch it It doesn't matter but it's still yeah. fun to, it's still fun to watch but not but it doesn't matter to us it doesn't matter in the, in the grand scheme no 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 it doesn't matter to sixers fans that's what i was trying to tell you you could feel it in care my thing they, is i was expecting it to be like when LeBron returned to Cleveland. Yeah. But not like that. Like I'm like, so I'm expecting some type of hostile environment. Like not necessarily to that extent. I didn't think it was gonna be no like love. Like it wasn't, it was nothing like it was nothing like that at all. What everyone forgets is he already came back. Yeah, he didn't, I didn't play. I thought, you know, his first no. game back was gonna be that wasn't. He was right there on the bench, and we were booing him. And KD and Kyrie took it personally and shut us the fuck up. That's the game back. 
they had they have nothing to prove against a bunch of backups. All they had to prove was that they still can't play defense. <laughs> nah, George Niang, Shake Milton. Uh, I I looked at the stats right. I, I watched the whole game, like like we were saying, but I looked at the stats after the game. Right, Philadelphia only made one more shot than the Nets, but they won by ten. Guess why? They hit so many more fucking threes than them dudes. They only had one more free throw, too. They said so many more fucking threes than them dudes, bro. I was like, damn, fucking George Niang. He's he's continuing his hot streak. Fucking, what's his name? Uh, De'Anthony Melton, who I still think De'Anthony Melton for Danny Green is a is is one of the biggest robberies of the offseason that hasn't been talked yeah. about a whole lot. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> How the <laughs> fuck? Why did Memphis do that? But fucking uh uh what's it called yeah um um that he had a good game um paul reed had an amazing game you know 20 points off the bench claxton couldn't stop him simmons couldn't stop him nobody could stop him i think he made every single shot i'm pretty sure he was nine for nine with 19 points so you know paul reed came in did his thing tobias harris scored a season high 24 you know did his thing so they just like you said, so one thing they were talking about throughout the whole game kind of sounded like the 76ers commentators were like, hey, can y'all wake up and like kind of this game isn't even fun to watch no more because y'all can't <laughs> stop us. But they were but the whole game they were like the 76, I mean the the Nets can't grab defensive rebounds. They're last in the league in defensive rebounds. And they're also last last in the league in, in three point defense. Now they have Ben Simmons play center. At this point, so Ben Simmons is not on the perimeter, which means that every issue that was, in, you know, intended to be fixed with him there, they can't fix it because he's down there and everybody else out there still sucks. So <laughs> <laughs> I see why the defense is still bad now. The 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 perimeter defender that y'all got is in the post all game, so you know. Their their defense their three point shooting defense is terrible and they're gonna need to fix that if they want to accomplish anything. So they're not going to. They haven't for three years. <laughs> well, good good point. <laughs> Look, but another thing they just missed. Only Seth hit his shots. Really, Kyrie was asked for three. And uh, Joe Harris was fucking garbage. He was like one for seven. Kyrie was two for eight. If they're gonna make every three, y'all need to hit every three too. And they just couldn't. So, I'm done with the Nets. But that's your second take. So cool. My take. Yeah, yes, you're up. All right. So my next take is NBA related. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just say. Kyrie, or not Kyrie, damn. Oh, shit. I was like, we going back to him. <laughs> yeah, please, no. Donovan so Mitchell and Darius Garland are the best backcourt in the NBA. Whoa! Best backcourt in the NBA. That is a good take. Clay, outside of his resurgence, has been generally awful. He had that one yeah. game where he dropped 40, but mm-hmm. he's been generally awful. We look at every other backcourt. Can't say hard enough. Dejounte Trey would be up there. Dejounte, we just beat them. We just beat them. Did just beat them. And I would probably put Desmond Bain and Ja up there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 
but I think I don't think Desmond Bain belongs in the same conversation with the other three guys. He keeps That's playing true. like this. I mean, he's balling. Don't get me wrong, but he's the worst out of the four to me. Yeah. But I think yeah. he's really good, though. Ja might be the second worst out of the four. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. That's fair. Just keeping it, keeping it a bean. At least Trey, I think, could be better than Mitchell and Garland. I don't know if he is. I think he could be. I think it's another close. one. It's close. It depends on Mitchell. Yeah, it depends, it depends on, on the dad. Another one that we can mention, which is underrated, has been Tyrese Halliburton and Benedict Matherin. Well, Benedict, Benedict Matherin's coming off the bench. But still, I'm going to count him. It's like, feel me? He, he, he there. He's up there. <laughs> he plays starter minutes, so fuck it. Halliburton, if Halliburton's going to dish 18 assists a game and, and Matherin's going to score 20 a game, feel me? I'm going to count them. I remember when we did our uh, our draft podcast, and I put Ben, ben Matherin on the cover too, and I looked like a like I knew what I was talking about when I did that, and I'm glad for that. <laughs> you do good job, man. I appreciate it, man, because I didn't have some misses too, man, and I'm not gonna mention them. Hey, everybody had some misses, man. Yeah, we'll mention them for you. <laughs> Big Tobias Harris Jr. <laughs> That's not a miss. Hey, I said he. I didn't say. I said he shouldn't go first. I said I wouldn't they take him first. They should go third. I said the first pick should go to Paolo, and they Magic should was third. like, "Oh man, let me listen to this podcast real quick. See who I should draft." They should have just took Keegan Murray at this point, man. Because what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they know. I mean, he can still develop into something, but if, if his peak is what you said it is, if his peak is twenty points a game, you know what I mean. That is not my number three pick. <laughs> I feel you. So, I think if you look at the numbers, I think Mitchell's probably averaging. I'm gonna bring it up. Mitchell's probably averaging close to thirty. Thirty yeah. was averaging thirty. And Garland's oh. probably averaging. Garland's averaging twenty three point nine, seven point eight assists. Second in the NBA in assists, fifth in points. And after, if you take away that the first game against Toronto where he got hurt, he's probably averaging closer to 26 a game because he had a 51-point game, had another 40-point game, had some 30-point games in between. So he's really been playing pretty good. Um, There was a point where they lost five straight games and then people was trying to call them fraudulent, but they won three straight after that. They're winning the night against Portland at halftime, so we'll see what happens for the rest of the game. That is not a fraudulent team right there. <laughs> no. That is a that I, is a I saw, I saw it and I was I was a little worried. But then you look one of the games was the Bucks. So it's like they probably went all out for that. They lost they did lose to the Bucks. They lost yeah, to, who, who doesn't? They, they lost, lost to the Clippers. They, they lost, lost to the Kings, which didn't which don't look like a bad loss now. Yeah, the Kings, Kings has been they've been doing their thing. And I should probably shout them out too. Shout out to the Kings. They have oh, the doing this again. No, they have the hot right yeah. now. They have the highest offense of all time. You know, there's a team that does that every year, but right now it's the Kings. 
And I got a shout out on my former Cavalier head coach, man, Mike Brown, doing his thing in Sacramento. Oh, are we doing this? We're I'm not, not saying they should go to the playoffs and and like win a round or nothing, but they doing their thing right now. So I should shout them. They're out. the Bulls. Don't do this, guys. I didn't say they were. I didn't say anything. I just what's said wrong with thing. acknowledging somebody that's good that's haven't been good in a long time? I don't know if the king. You gotta watch him, man. Fair enough. Yeah, they've they've uh, what's it they're called? They're playing the Hawks right now, and they're down thirteen. So the Hawks hey, are a good team, though. They're not gonna win every fucking game. <laughs> no, I might tune in. I'm I'm I wasn't. I was literally just stating a fact. I wasn't even shit talking them. I was just looking at the looking at the thing, man. Yeah, I I, I do. I definitely think that you know Mitchell and Garland have definitely. I mean, Mitchell was already who he was, but he came over here. He's been, you know, even better. And then Garland has definitely taken a step as well. Um, obviously, you know, Levert's capable of doing his thing when he wants to. Uh, Evan Mobley and Jared Allen holding that shit down. I mean, again, though, if if a, it, it still feels like Jared Allen is a glue to the team. If he's not there, it looked pretty rough. <laughs> so that was the case last year as well. Yeah, uh, I mean. I've, I've talked to I've talked to Demetrius and I'm putting Jared Allen in that in that where where he thinks DeAndre Ayton is 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 the best center of all time. Like I think he's <laughs> I think he I think he's somewhere next to Jared Allen wherever you put That's Jared. Really Allen. Because <laughs> like it, it's a rare center that goes to you know to the finals in the second year as the best player. So <laughs> keep talking that talk. Hey, look! I said he's the best center ever. It's crazy. Yeah, so. but the Jared thing is, is it's Mobley. hard. Like Evan Mobley's not a center. Like he may grow into one eventually one day, but he's just not there right now. It's not a knock. Like he can find other ways to impact the game, but if you have to make him be a thirty-six and minute a night center, then you're gonna see some of his flaws in this game and. That's not yeah. what you want. To, you want to put him in the best position to be successful, and I think that's what they do by putting him next to Jared Allen. He's he's a he's a linebacker where where Jared Allen's a safety. You feel me? Just hovers the paint, does his thing. But you feel me? Evan Mobley be hovering the hovering the fucking the the post, the perimeter. Mm-hmm. He'd be everywhere on some on some Giannis type shit. So yep. not quite Giannis, of course. No, defensively. I wouldn't say he's Giannis. But you know that's that's kind of like his defensive build. But I think he gets all NBA votes or not all NBA, all defensive player or all defense team, if whatever it's called. <laughs> I can't even think... remember the name no more. <laughs> I think it's my turn. I'm ready for my take. Okay, what's your take? Here we go. <clears throat> Drum roll. <laughs> the wild. Almost upset weekend, college football. Shit was crazy. I've I've honestly never, as I'm well again. In fairness, I missed I missed the early part. Mm-hmm. So I missed the TCU um, almost losing the Baylor game. That would have driven me fucking insane. Yeah, and well. then <laughs> and and I missed the Michigan Illinois with Blake Corum getting hurt. I didn't know that until recently. I didn't know that until like 
two hours ago, actually. Yeah. And he actually got hurt in that game. And that's and why their offense. No, I'm going to save that until my take later. Go ahead. Yeah, we're going the same. But but as as I noticed that, and I'm like, well, fuck it, whatever. I'm almost to the point where I'm not mad about TC. I'm almost just like, fuck it. Go ahead. Y'all, mm-hmm. th- y'all fighting so hard for this. It almost feels like Cincinnati at this point. So I'm like, go ahead. I don't even. University of Cincinnati or the Bengals? University of Cincinnati. Okay. Like, you know how, how Cincinnati was there last year? Mm-hmm. And they were like a small school. That's almost what TCU feels like, even though they're a Big 12 school. Um, But I'm watching, right? And it got to a point where I'm watching the Ohio State-Maryland game, and I'm just like, I don't want Ohio State to lose this game because then it would take away from next weekend. Man. Right? Obviously, you didn't. Mm-hmm. But I'm normally a big upset guy, but this I was like, nah, like, y'all need to figure this shit out, and they did ultimately. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely, uh, definitely dicey. Um, yeah, shout out to, to his brother Talia because he he's been hurt earlier in the season, and this game Talia was being a playmaker, like making plays with his legs, throwing he's a, a deep ball. He's a quarterback. Yeah. Okay. And of Maryland. University okay. of Maryland, yeah. So I didn't want to lose to Dom State. I would have felt like he had came on the podcast and like tried to roast me for losing to Maryland. So <laughs> they got to win. Even known it happened, bro. <laughs> it's okay. You'd have been you'd have been a okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Talia was nice though, man. Like he he was actually a transfer. I don't know if anybody, well, the people, some people listening probably know, but he used to actually be a quarterback at Alabama. He transferred out of Alabama to Maryland. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was a great college football weekend for sure. Yeah, and I just then, thought about the uh, my guy Spencer Rattler. Yep. And after all that, man, all those almost upsets. The game I didn't watch, mm-hmm. but sixty three thirty eight. I was busy watching a different one. I was watching UC USC UCLA, but that sixty three thirty eight just beat down. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking. I'm like, oh, they're just getting smoked. I'm not even. I'm not mad about that one because honestly, yeah, you just can't stop anybody. Yeah, and then Hooker got hurt that game. It's it tough. was really unfortunate. Yeah, tough way to tough way to go out. Just end mm-hmm. the season and then end your quarterback. Um, <laughs> but but lastly, with the almost upsets that USC UCLA game, it's fucking crazy. Definitely was. That was like a. That was like a. I think. I think we've had two games this year where it's like, damn, this is why college football is amazing. Mm-hmm. Definitely, Alabama, Tennessee was one, and I think this was. I don't know if. I think the other game might have been a little better. Maybe, <laughs> it's close, because I mean what Caleb was doing. I wasn't even a Caleb fan until I saw he was doing this game. I was like, "Oh, I see it." Yeah, this Addison like, kid looks 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 like he might be pretty tough. Yeah, he is tough. That's who he, that's who he normally goes to. Is mm-hmm. Caleb and Addison? Addison is kind of like he's a lot like Amari. Oh yeah, he's like super smooth. He like not super fast, but he's fast enough. Not super big, but he's big nope. enough. Yep. And he just be open. The dude <laughs> just be open all the time. 
And it was like, and again, it's tough because part of it. So Dom, I'm gonna give you some back some background. It's, this is Lincoln Riley. He was the old Oklahoma coach, so he helped Jalen Hurts, Baker first one in Oklahoma, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Murray, your boy, Hollywood, Marquise. So, yeah. Uh, I thought you said he was a so, quarterback coach. No, he's a he's head a, coach. He's a he's a head coach. Oh, okay. I was all three of those quarterbacks were Heisman candidates under him. Yeah. The other two went obviously Baker and Kyler were going back to back winning it. And then you had Hertz come in. Always right. getting disrespected. It's cool. But so one so one good one, one uh one and a half good one. <laughs> I mean one a bad one. But you saw the best out of Baker and the best out of Kyler when they were playing under Lincoln Riley. And yeah. If you had if you can take Lincoln and take him to the pros, then both of them would be better pros, but that's just not no. but would he on. work in, in the pros. Who knows? I think he's good enough. I, he's like a if college, if he's like Sean Mc, the Sean McVay of college football. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. That's exactly who he is. Literally. So he's not gonna come in there and be Urban Meyer. No. no. <laughs> to give you anything, I mean he took USC was okay, and now this year they're ten and one. The ten and one and I would love to see him in the playoff. But I think I think we'll hold off until Darnell's next segment to talk about that. Actually. Have y'all been following the 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 basketball in CAA as well? That's crazy. You just hijacked my hijacked my take no, segment. I'm just asking. <laughs> no, I've been nah, watching a little bit, but I haven't been watching enough to where I'm like watching it. It's, it's just too much sports going on right now. I mean, I will buckle down and watch them when it's more interesting games. But right now, it's like a lot of teams are playing. The weaker opponents, like more so, like, like you know how like in college football, like they played a they out of conference schedule is basically that. Mm-hmm. So let's see here, Ohio State, for example, who played today, they the, played the football, Texas Tech, basketball. basketball. Yeah, Indiana, eleven Frank team in the country. They're playing Little Rock. Like it's so you still don't see a lot. Baylor's playing McNeese. Kentucky's playing North Florida. They won by forty. So it's not really time to buckle down and watch. I more so think about once December hits is like college basketball season. I'm not but, gonna hold you. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna hold you, man. Um. Not watching that sport this year. <laughs> no, I'm not watching, watching, not watching college basketball at all. Maybe like March Madness. March Madness, I enjoy. I just what don't turned, care. What turns you off from college basketball? The fact that Wimbenyana is not in it. So it's like, <laughs> what's the point? I'm, I'm being so serious. So you dudes just, dudes so you just want to find the star. I don't want to just find the star. It does make it more interesting. It's it, basketball is way different than football, though. Naturally, it's like it kind of is a star-driven thing. 
Yeah, and I think it just makes it more sweet when you get to find the the sleepers and see them before they become who they become. I hear you on that. I just don't care enough. The sport, it's just not interesting. The problem is the is the and they're trying to do it with the shot clock, but it's just the style of play to me. Personally, I hate college basketball. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I like I like basketball, but I hate college basketball. Yeah, the style sucks. And and like it's I like I cannot stand the block charge in college basketball. That's all it's I say. Way it, too much. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It, That's yeah. all I said. I said I don't like how college basketball plays, so I don't watch it. Which is which is crazy because college football to me is the complete reverse. College football can be more so entertaining. Much more yeah. Hell, yeah, I they, do. One thing I do hate, I despise with the passion is the pass interference rule. I hate it so much. Boy, somebody in college? Can, yeah. Somebody can just have a deep-ass play downfield, get held. That would have been a touchdown, boom, 15 yards. I'm like, yo, oh. that shit's so corny, bro. Yeah. I hate the pass interference rule. but And I've seen it happen so many times. I'm like, yo, that shit just made me mad. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, in college, like, you don't really see as many – people pass interfering because like receivers win on the outside in college more. Yeah. Like dude's just gonna get smoked. Like it's not gonna be no room no room to really like grab nobody. Like so it's gonna yeah, be it's like, like nine of it's not a viable strategy now. No, they're so, gonna be gone. So it's like so it's like unless they're an elite corner or an elite safety, then mm-hmm. that wide you know, receiver be good. Yeah, it'd be good. Because the other thing is, is the hashes are different too. Mm-hmm. They're a lot wider, so yep. on the wide side you have a lot more room if you're down low, stuff like that. There's more space, mm-hmm. and that space allows for a lot of different kind of play calls. But that's why the spread probably works so much better in college than the NFL. Yep. But um, mm-hmm. oh, I get another take. My last take. Final what take. do I want to? What do I want to use my last take on? My final, final take. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is a good one. Here we go. I got yeah. one. I got one. Any sport, guys. Guys. Mm-hmm. Guys. Guys. I'm willing. I'm willing to say this. Mm-hmm. We're going to trickster watch. Oh, trickster watch. Trickster watch. (laughs) Trickster watch. Kirk Cousins. No, Kirk Cousins is not a fucking trickster. You have to trick somebody. I thought he tricked some people this year, man. Everybody in the world. They fell for it again? (laughs) Hey, look. We said on this podcast, I know I did especially. I think Demetrius agreed with me. I don't know about you, but we were like, the Vikings are gonna completely and easily take over that division. No, yeah, it was both of y'all. And I said the I said the I my dumb self said that Packers was gonna win. Can't pick against the Packers, man. Anyway. Can't pick against can't pick against the GOAT. Back to back MVPs. I thought goat. I thought he was gonna come out with a vengeance this year, but he GOAT is, trickster. Yeah. You thought you thought the dude that only passed on one guy, then that one guy left was just gonna magically. I thought he was just gonna find else. a new guy, man. I thought he was gonna do the Mahomes, man. Nah, he's not quite. He's not Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. 
Mahomes is better. So, so here you go. I have, I have for us. Mm-hmm. I have a trickster, a sleeper, and a shocker. Um, we'll start first with the sleeper. Mm-hmm. I've been talking about this guy for a while. Um, I don't think I've done it on air because I haven't really reached that point. But Dom Kelly's vouch for this. Taylor Heineke, man, he's been that guy. Mm-hmm. Been that guy. Been that guy. He has said this. Said Quite this a while ago. Yes. Like, oh, it's Washington. What? No, like, bro, they win game. They're actually decent when he plays. And for Washington to be decent, that's literally the best you can ask for. Let's think mm-hmm. about this. Now, think about what I'm saying. Washington, mm-hmm. decent. When is the last time that they were like decent for a good stretch of time? For a good stretch of time, not like one like for, year. For a cop for a solid two, three years. Solid. Hey, not maybe crazy. if maybe if bro ain't get hurt, but he did. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm stomping. I ain't after him, bro. It was you like that, bro. Oh. Kirk. Kirk. Oh yeah, big Kurt. I yeah. forgot. Did finesse a couple little nine to seven playoff appearances. <laughs> hey man, that's that's a lot with Washington, right? Yeah. And then yeah. the other guy he talked about, my man gave up his whole knee to get them to ten and six and out in the first round. <laughs> that's true. Like this stuff matters. Taylor Heineke, give it to me, man. Sleeper. That's my yeah, sleeper. You got it. No denial. No denial. Right. No, no right. My trickster watch. I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you. Don't know if I have the boss called a trickster yet. Josh Allen. Okay. I think he's a trickster. <laughs> okay. I just watched Josh Allen play against my team, so I get it. And he's dealing with this injury to his elbow, so you got to give him a little bit of slack. But you do that with injuries. So, but at the same time, I don't had he not been the Browns, he probably would have lost last week too. And that that fumble at the goal line against who was that again? The Vikings. The Vikings. Yeah, that was un- un- unbelievable. My surprise. Mm-hmm. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> Herbert might not be a trickster. Look at him coming to my side a little bit, man. I said I'm still I'm still leaning trickster. But what I saw him do can, in that can you, game. Can you for for the for the fans at home, can you um yeah. can you define So a trickster is someone who the media deems a guy, right? Who was like one of these magical quarterbacks, but they're just tricking you. They trick you with their stats. They trick you with, you know, big wins, but but they don't really get it done when you need them to get it done. So you're saying somebody with the talent, but without the intangibles. Yes. A sleeper is someone who might not have the talent, but they have all the intangibles. And a shocker is there's a lot of shockers. That's gonna be a rotating clip, right? 
Okay. So we could, it could even be like a weekly. Now, here's what I'll say. I think some to give to give the people an example of tricksters that are a little obvious, but I won't delve into them because if you get the definition, you'll know what I mean. Uh, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins. Um, they're dockers or tricksters. They're tricksters. You they're just said Kirk Cousins. I, but it's because it's too obvious. It's like, who's he tricking? He's only tricking the really, really low end of the media. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Makes sense. Like, like, like Kirk in his eight and one record. We weren't talking about it. We we're like, this is what they're supposed to do. They're a good team in a mm-hmm. bad division. Mm-hmm. Whereas, let's say, I think someone who's like could be like a shocker. Like some people are tough to kind of rank, right? Like a Hertz, Lamar, they just get shit on. So I don't even know what to. I guess they're they're not really shockers to us though. I think Lamar and Hertz could do it. Um, like a Jimmy G in any week could turn into a shocker, right? Like I don't consider him a sleeper. He went to a Super Bowl. I was like some weeks you're like, damn, Jimmy G, that's pretty impressive. But I also don't think he ever reached reaches trickster level for me personally. He doesn't really trick me. Every, well, everybody calls him ass, and so that, that helps. Exactly. Yeah, everyone calls you ass. You can't really be a trickster, right? Yeah. And like Burrow doesn't fit any of these categories. Neither does Mahomes. Well, Burrow, Burrow, I've I've talked about the Burrow thing at nauseum, so that's why for yeah, me he's shocker sleeper. He's a, he's a sleeper. He's a sleeper for from everybody else but for Demetrius <laughs> I think it's changing I think it's I think I think I think because of Josh Allen's slide where people are actually wondering like why exactly did we put this guy better than Burrow now no one ever talks about why is he better than Lamar but because he beat him there he go. did beat him that's 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 the that's it that's where it went he yeah he did beat him that's true well Justin Tucker beat him that's what really happened. We don't we don't talk about your goat. So anyway, that that's all I got. But back to the Herbert thing because I was about to give him credit. Um, watching that game Sunday night when I should have been in bed. Basically, what my takeaways were as I'm watching it, I was like, "Damn, Herbert might do this. Uh-huh. Not win the game. Not win the game." But I was like, he might score this touchdown because the sad reality was it didn't matter if he scored the touchdown. Mahomes was going to score the touchdown. But as it's happening, I'm like, damn, Herbert, you showed me something. Clutches up, takes a lead under two minutes. And I'm just like, well, yeah, but now there's Mahomes here. And then Mahomes won. But I was like, I'm not even – I can't shit on Herbert for that game because the other thing was the reason he might be out of trickster land – is just watching them, they literally had three wideouts get hurt in the first half. Now, Keenan came back, but Mike mm-hmm. Williams, he caught one pass and was done. Palmer was, like, hurt every other play. It's like, I forget the fourth guy, but he was also hurt. So their receiver was, Yeah, Carter got hurt. I don't know if he stayed hurt, but he was hurt. So it was kind of wild. I see why they draft receivers in the second round every year. And they're the same kind of guy. 
<laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're or do you staff, think they I, will stop getting the same kind of guy at that point? Well, they have to because they at least have to be strong. A try. Can't just be small and we and like fragile. Hey, look, you'll never Devontae make it. Smith and get hurt yet. But Devontae doesn't have our old training staff. Oh, well. And that is the third thing of why Herbert is our shocker. Their training staff is the old Eagles training staff, and we used to get hurt all the time. We used to be Ravens like in our injuries. Remember, me and Dom used to sit there and just watch both of our teams get hurt all the time. That's but uh, yeah, hey, Darnell had to do it last year, so he he, he joined in. Yeah, but we didn't fire our training staff. <laughs> yeah, we had a couple of years where we didn't do that, but now they're on the Chargers, and they all get hurt. Mm. So. Herbert might not be a trickster, but they're still five and five. So I'm gonna keep my stock on that. I'm gonna hedge my bets. How about how about he's not Mahomes because he can't do it with with nobody like Mahomes is doing, but you feel me? He he is he is indeed probably well he he's a top ten. He's I never just, said he wasn't top ten. He's just not the top two that people were trying to make him. Well, who's two? Well, top three. I mean, Mahomes is number one, obviously. Um, so far this season, you know, I like to put um. So far this season, I'll, I'll keep Hurts right there. Then I'll put I can put Burrow at three. Then I can put Lamar at four. Damn, I'm a little surprised. Oh wait, I forgot about yeah. him. I actually yeah. forgot he existed. No lie. I was like, "What about your man's?" I say he was my man's. I say he was finna win MVP. I never had him at the top of my MVP list. I just had them make the Super Bowl. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about your man's. Who, Jimmy? Jimmy Garoppolo? No, bro. Your man's. No. Justin Fields. No, Tua. Oh, Tua, your guy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Tua. He said Justin Fields. <laughs> I like Justin Fields. I do too. But Tua, I do too. But damn, you told me you switched your pick to the your man's winning the Super Bowl. I said making. I didn't pick a winner yet. You said yes. making. Yes. Yeah. You, you have something now. Now you, you switched the pick from the Bills right, to the right, Dolphins. Right, right. He, 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 he. Right, I'll put this right. He, he can be four. And then Lamar can be five. Yeah. Trickster can be six. There you go. I don't even know which trickster you're talking about. <laughs> the trickster that is in upstate New York. Hmm. He been he been pretty he been pretty rookie year Josh Allen a little recently, so yeah no day ball hurting yeah man you see He's fucking what's his name Daniel Dollars out there motherfucking had the highest pass rating in the week like two weeks ago 
not last week, of course, but two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I started him in fantasy that week. Oh, look at you! I had to because I had Lamar on the bye. Uh I'm rolling. I'm rolling with. I'm rolling with Demetrius's goat, Joe Burrow. That's why I've been rolling with all season, and he's been doing his thing. Feel me? He always does. He's a goon. I uh, know. He the goat. I just said it. Yeah. You know it's funny though, like. I know so much about Joe Burrow because like I got hip to Joe Burrow. My dad is like the biggest Ohio State fan I know, and he told me like, "Oh, Joe Burrow's gonna be a pro," and I'm like, "Man, I don't know, man." He keep talking about this Joe Burrow guy. Well, maybe he, maybe he's gonna be all right. And then I like watch some like spring game stuff when he was competing against Haskins. Then he transferred, and you know the story's rest is history. But yeah. was, was he there? Was was he there with with Sir Jetters, or just or just Mar Chase? Both of them. They both had. They had both of them. Ooh, yeah. That's tough. That's super yeah, tough. Yeah, one of the greatest college team of all time. Like, what are you supposed to Clyde was there too. Uh, you got Clyde in the first round because of that team. I was never big on Clyde. I'm like, man, if they don't take Jonathan Taylor, bro. But. My man, my man, Clyde was jogging to get 15 yards every play. That's how open everything was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Hey, that's that's a strong high, man. We like when we like strength. We need a power back. I mean, I mean think about it like this. He took one of those guys and went to the Super Bowl. So like, uh, so he went in, in college. Bowl. He had both of them. It was fucked up. Hey, he had two like, top top five receivers in the league right now. Yeah. Yep. And he's that still Joe Burrow, him. so he was dropping dimes. That just showed you how much like a receiver can make a quarterback in college. Like, not that anybody made Joe Burrow in college. But wait, that wasn't that's not where I'm going. I, what I'm trying to say more so is like I'm thinking more so of uh when Mike Evans was in college. Like everybody thought like Johnny yeah. Manziel was the guy that made him. It was the other way around completely. If you look at it now, like, oh yeah. Mike Evans, multiple time pro. Mike Evans to AM. Yeah. Uh Oh yeah, Dom. Just so you know, I think I think both Jamar and Jefferson, if I remember correctly, had twenty touchdowns that year. But they both were damn close. Burrow yeah. broke a record. Yeah, no, nah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> they were scoring sixty on everybody. It was like actually absurd. It was like, oh, they're just going to score fifty and sixty on every team. Who was on their defense? The, their defense sucked, and it didn't matter. They were <laughs> winning by thirty every game. <laughs> on their you defense stop? was. I can't think. I don't remember. I don't remember one person. That defense stunk. And they they played the Tua, the Tua Waddle Rugs, that team, and smoked them like badly, mm-hmm. like by twenty basically. Mm-hmm. They got like one stop and the game was over. It was like, oh, now they're just going to score. Yes, every play, every fucking possession. Yes, it was wild. It was like even watching the national championship, like some, like they've caught most of the time they're blocks, but it was like at least there's a resistance. Clemson, it was like, oh, they have no shot. Trev has no chance at all. It's like, damn, LSU really is like the best team of all time. Like, yes. That was the championship game? Yeah, smoked them. Just like he smoked everybody else that year. <laughs> it was real dumb. Trevor did one, right? Yeah, Trevor won one. 
Okay. He beat uh, who did he beat? He beat Tua one year. He won it as a freshman too, right? Yeah, that was I a travesty. So I got to figure out why Trevor's the greatest um, quarterback prospect of like the last twenty years. So because he was hey, coming man, out as a, as a true freshman though, like doing it. But he really ain't do that much if you really think about it. They were just smoking Alabama. They were better everywhere. That's okay. Discussion for a different day. Um. Anyway, those are my three. Those are those are my three takes. Uh, Darnell, what's your now last? That, now my last take. Now that we we've talked a little bit of college football, I'm keeping on college football and just mention that it's Ohio State Michigan week and shout out to the game. It's going to be on Saturday. My preview. I'm I'm expecting a a, a nice. Comfortable win for my Buckeyes. I'll be a little optimistic here, but it's going to probably be a little closer than that. You never know what to expect from that game. I hope it's, you know, lives up to the hype, but I hope we get that Tennessee, Alabama, USC, UCLA type game, just where it's, you know, every, you get the best shot from each opponent in. It just comes down to the wire. So, as an Ohio State fan, I really hope we win by ninety touchdowns. But I just know that's not impossible. That's just impossible. So, I'm just hoping for a win. To be honest, and that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's gonna be a big game, huge game. But uh, we've talked about it for four weeks, so I don't even have much to say. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I will say about the weekend: USC Notre Dame. I'm taking Notre Dame. Whoa! You know what? Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, mm-hmm. and I know it's fuck Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fuck Notre Dame. Yeah, I I've been say, impressed with Notre Dame last few weeks. Yeah, they don't look like they don't look like the college tricksters anymore. Yeah, because because now there's not the threat of having to watch them in the playoff. Yeah, so now I don't care. Mm-hmm. What they, they, they did a facade with Clemson. So if they if they take out USC, it happens. Oh, they're out the playoffs. Yeah, their name way out. Damn, bro, you lose one game, you're basically out of the playoffs in college. I yeah. see. College is crazy. <laughs> I see. You know, there's only four. There's only four teams. Mm-hmm. Oh damn! It's a four team playoff. Damn. But it's Go not. Ahead. But it's not thirty-two teams in college. Like, yeah. so it's like the numbers don't add up like that. Like, it's like a hundred. It's like a hundred uh, fucking ninety-five in that shit. Oh, there's so many better colleges. Mm-hmm. Fucking five thousand. Yeah. And they look at the top four. They're going to eight. Though. Eight's gonna be cool. Yeah, I'll take eight. You because you look at like if you can't like they were like there's a scenario where a two loss LSU makes it to the college football playoff this year. They'll have to be Jordan in the college football or in the SEC oh, championship they have game. Them, I, they do have them ranked over USC. They have them ranked fifth. Yep. I mean, they should. That's just if they beat Georgia. Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. But so here's the thing. Because TCU is just I I just I'm not gonna put any more mental energy into them losing. I'm just tired. 
So yeah, you, you might run out of time. time. Like they might at this yeah. point. I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. They they they've wore they've wore me down on it. I kind of hope they play Ohio State and Michigan just to see. They they might be able to. I don't know. I don't think they would win, but they might be able to do something. But whatever. So let's say yeah. LSU wins, right? Okay. In the whatever game they beat Georgia, Ohio State Michigan winner is in TCU's in just because they fucking are annoying. So now you have Michigan Ohio State loser, Georgia awful loss, USC Georgia's in regardless. So Georgia was the number one seed for or number one. They're number one in the ranking. So even with a loss and not being a conference champion, they're in. Yeah. So they're in over USC no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's pretty insane. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like that. Hey, strength of schedule. They looking at all of that stuff. This is this is from the committee. This is what they say. I don't know if I fuck with that. If USC beats Notre Dame though. I don't know, man. It's gonna be it. I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to waste too much energy on it because, like, everything's gonna play out. But it's still interesting to think about, though. Nah, I'm putting my energy back on TCU losing. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Fuck TCU, bro. Yeah. All my homies hate TCU. But now nah, I'm excited. Next weekend, twelve o'clock Saturday. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. be watching at work. I found out I can use headphones during my job, so I'm watching the game, being like, "Hey, you want this Verizon? No, cool. Let me go back to watching my man CJ." Yeah. And also, I would say right now, Caleb has a lead for the Heisman, but if CJ snaps, CJ is set up for his Heisman moment, man. Like this is the biggest game of his season, and a lot of the other teams have had their biggest games, and he still got to ask the. What's it called? The conference or the Big Ten championship Big game? Man, I forgot. I was gonna say the conference championship, but yeah, I was Big Ten's better word. <laughs> what's up with the? What's up with the? Uh, with the boy, uh, uh Bryce Young. They lost. He's twice. a dog, but twice. he is a dog. He nasty. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they lost twice, so they out. That's just so how he it goes. can be a husband now. No, no, he can't be Heisman. He won it last year. Uh, can't be like it's like winning it, like winning the, the NBA Finals. Yeah, like or winning an NBA MVP three years in a row. Like you can't do that. Back to back happens, but three years straight, no. Nah. Yeah, Heisman. There's only been one person who won it back to back, or twice. Ever. No, he won it back. But yeah. it, he's the only person that ever won it twice, period. Yeah, so, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only get you only get four years. Three if you're good. So mm-hmm. if you're a Heisman Trophy eligible. But um, all right, Dom, take us home, man. What's your uh, final take? All right, all right, all right. Can I get a drum roll, please? <laughs> all right. We haven't done this one in a while. It was a fan favorite. It was my favorite. <laughs> can, I, can I get a triple D? Triple D. D. Dickhead of the day. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> you feel nice. Me? You feel me? 
<laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about somebody very special. Very special. Oh, for me. He plays for he plays for <laughs> the, the Los Angeles Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers. You already knew. You already oh, knew. Oh my goodness. Yes, Pushing sir. down my hands. Yes, oh, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Say right. You know I got you know I gotta shout somebody out at once a once a day, man. So you feel me? We got the let's see the record real quick. We got the fourteenth seed. Five and eleven, Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> shout out to Anthony, shout out to Anthony Davis though. He's been doing this thing thirty five and thirty five and fifteen for the last few games. You know he's been doing this thing, trying to keep them afloat without LeBron. I, I kind of want to mention this, but they kind uh, they've been winning more when LeBron's been gone. Like I don't, I don't want to start this, but you feel me? I'm just I'm just noticing. But I'm gonna start this. Good job. Boy. I don't want I don't want to start it. I don't want to start it. I'm just saying they're they're winning more games without LeBron. Then I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> this is the thing, right? Like <laughs> LeBron is old, and people got to start realizing that. Like, but they won't. So they like. So it's like you can't wait till you. I know, like, but it seems like some people wait till like LeBron's in year twenty, and then they're like, "See, I told you, told you, LeBron can't take a team to a championship." Like, what? See, like. It yeah. is both parts of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have the Skip Baylesses. It's like, this is why he can't ever be better than Jordan. Look at him in your United Like, bro, Jordan was uh, right. either ass or gone at this point. So uh, I don't know if you can make that. If you can, you can say Jordan's better than LeBron for a lot of reasons, but this can't be the reason that no. you say Jordan. But it can't it, even be one of the reasons. Yeah. But like, you feel me? Also, you can't say because he he's the leading all time scorer ever, because in his last like three four years where he barely sniffed the playoffs outside the one time that they won the finals and the other time they got bounced in the first round, that he's been a uh, kind of stat padding a little bit, you know, it kind of looked like it a little bit. I know there's not a lot of talent around him, but he he play a lot of games, scoring a lot of points, you know. And he, he, you know, he averaged about 30 last year. See, this is why he's the best player in the league. Look at him. He's he's 37, and he's still averaging 30. Who else can do that? Blah, blah, blah. So, you feel me? I'm laying like, bro, Giannis is like Giannis, Luka, Durant, whoever. Stuff. Um, stuff. There's, there's people better. <laughs> but whatever. But, you feel me? This is not about him right now. And it's not about... It's not about uh, a podcast favorite, podcast hero, the man who started this <laughs> podcast is himself. This had nothing to do with us. This is all because Russell Westbrook exists. However, this is not about him. This That's is about completely accurate. We had the podcast before. You just I know, came. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Of course, I'm playing. But you feel me? Now, this is about. The man who's been on four teams in four years, the Finals MVP last year, <laughs> Mr. Patrick Beverly. And I don't know if Demetrius saw this, and I don't know if he wants to see this because this involves a player that he's very, very, very dear to. I saw it, but out of frustration, Patrick Beverly shoved DeAndre Ayton and got ejected. Man, mm-hmm. big fox old guy. Big, big what? 
Big Foxhole guy, according big to Fox. Big Foxhole. Yeah, that's what uh Patrick Beverly said. I'm a big foxhole yeah. guy. Big foxhole guy. He shoved Patrick Beverly. I mean, he shoved DeAndre and got ejected. Now, you know, we I know I have. I, I know Demetrius has as well. I don't know about you, but we've been singing, you know, the praises uh, of Patrick Beverly a lot, at least for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. He's a dog. He got the dog mentality. He was the Timberwolves best player. He was he was he was helping keep, keep the uh, Clippers afloat. He has one of my favorite quotes in NBA history. Steph, the last five years of yours. <laughs> the I next five are mine. That, <laughs> yeah, I thought you were about to that. say, uh, I thought you were about to say when they asked Patrick Beverly about uh being a Laker, and they was like, Yeah, so how does it feel to play with LeBron? It's like, I don't know. You gotta ask LeBron, he playing with me. I made the playoffs. I made the playoffs. I, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I made the playoffs, nigga. <laughs> Fool me. I yeah. made the playoffs. However, no, you're the best quote of all time is when he called Chris Paul a cone, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, that was yeah. See, see, we, see we just we just got we just got three prime quotes from from the future uh, of sports commentary. <laughs> so you feel me. Mr. Patrick Beverly. Now new new media. Last year. <laughs> last year it was looking great. New for media guy. taking some L's right now. Last year it was great for my guy. You feel me? He uh he 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 never he has never missed the playoffs. And this is the first time the, the Timberwolves have has made the playoffs since Jimmy Butler scratched and clawed them in, missing like fucking 30 games and shit. But he fought and clawed for them to be the eighth seed to beat the Nuggets. In that game, and like you feel me, so mm-hmm. uh, what's it called? But this is the first time that everything was looking great, you know. He was the hero of the city, you know. They they took the um, it was the Suns, right? The Suns were the first year, right? No, no, the Pelicans played Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Okay, they yeah, they the took the Grizz- they took the Grizzlies to six. You know, it was looking like they might upset the Grizzlies. They, they should have won the series. They should have won the series. There was there was a couple bad plays from a couple players that you know, they they well one player that they've tried to shop immediately and another player that they've doubled down on, and said hey we'll trade, we'll trade our best point guard in a while, for Rudy Slobert. You feel me? And I think, and at this point, the only team that wins this trade was Jazz because the Timberwolves yeah. got worse and. Patrick Beverly has not been good on the Lakers at all. But obviously, him shoving, you know, Aiden had to do a lot of frustration. And, you know, and he, like, he's a dickhead, but he's one of our <laughs> favorite dickheads. So it's okay. We'll still laugh at him. We'll still laugh with him. Yeah. I'm laughing with him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, me. Patrick Beverly is my guy. However, he's a dickhead for shoving that man down 10 in the game. You feel me? So I just wanted to say shout out Patrick Beverly. Uh, of course, shout Beverly. out. Shout out Russell Westbrook, of course. And and, and shout and shout out and shout out Prime Mike Tyson, Draymond Green. <laughs> <laughs> for ruining the Warriors. You broke Jordan Poole, man. <laughs> like, like, like broken. <laughs> Shout out Draymond for existing, man. Yeah. 
it seems like somehow he didn't break Jordan Poole just the same. It seems like he he broke Clay Thompson somehow with that punch. <laughs> Only player he ain't break was Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else looks broken. Uh, well, Wiggins is just like immune. Point. Wiggins, Wiggins is regressing. Wiggins on has been broken. <laughs> he's all, he, he was broken a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> he was broken since he had to look Carl Anthony Towns in his eyes. <laughs> that one he was broken. Who is it? My man Ant. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Beverly was not. Patrick Beverly was thriving, man. Hey man, you either get broken or you leave. Hey, he ain't he ain't asked to leave. That's true. He's the only one, and he dead. He had to leave anyway. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> all because of him because he couldn't win a series. They said, "Hey, let's go trade for a fucking thirty-one-year-old center that has no offensive skill." Well, we got to pair him all in on like, yeah. Nah, that's the worst trade of all time. But anyway, man, not about the Timberwolves, man. I appreciate you guys joining us. Hopefully you enjoyed this uh, videoed up version of Lumia Sports. I'm excited to see. Maybe tomorrow, Thanksgiving, we got some great games. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone, by the way, watching. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cowboys, Giants. It's going to be fun. Vikings, Patriots. That might be funny. Um, <laughs> Bills, Lions. I was looking at that, man. I'll That's going to be a good one to me, man. You know, you know what, You bro? know, Trick Watch might be on. Trick Watch is on. <laughs> Are we predicting an upset? That's what it's saying. Oh, no, I don't get that far yet. I'm not predicting the upset. Yeah. I'm saying Trickster Watch. He's on alert. You're saying it might it might just happen. I'm saying it's possible for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, what's fucked up is – that the Bills just got to play in Detroit because of the snow thing. They so went they home, don't though. Have, they went home? Yeah. Mm, why? That's pretty dumb. That so they can sleep dumb. in their own beds, of course, according For to them. For two days and then go yeah. back out? They said they that rather, actually, Yeah, now Tristan Watts is really on. That's really fucking dumb. And also, uh, we haven't talked about him too, too much. Like, and not, a lot of people haven't, but... <clears throat> Because, you know, Swift is the guy, but Jamal Williams, Jamal Williams is, is, is something different. He leads the league in rushing touchdowns. As a backup running back, he leads the league. In, I mean, he, he Swift misses games, of course, but Jamal Williams has leads the league in rushing touchdowns. He has had like three last game. He had like two the game before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamal Williams has been going crazy. And shout out to him. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a line they kind of – I don't want to call him an issue. I don't think he was an issue specifically. But they've definitely won more games since hockey's been gone. So, I don't think he's specifically the reason. But just something just something to note. So. But, yeah, man, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed. Can't wait for this, you know, tomorrow and this weekend. Um, For Darnell and Dom, this was Demetrius. And I uh, hope you enjoy it. Later. Triple deep, deep deuces. Deuces. Deuces.